Jason Waller here, True Underdog Podcast and YouTube channel. Listen, make sure you subscribe today. You can go to iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can go to our YouTube channel, True Underdog, or you can visit trueunderdog.com and subscribe to all of it. Bam, 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 bam. True Underdog. Bam, bam, Unleash bam. the power Jason Waller here, True Underdog Podcast. I've already got Armando smiling, and I just got started with the intro. Super excited. It's MLK Day special, baby. We are, well, are you home working? I am, baby. What's up, man? Happy MLK Day. What's up, Jay Walls? Hey, man. Happy MLK Day. But I will tell you, my ass still came to work. I had a lot of stuff to do. The office is empty, and there's a shit ton of snow outside. But I'm here. I had a couple calls I had to take care of. So, but it's an empty office. It's cool. It's cool. Hey, man, I'm from the east side, dog. So anytime you get snow, the, the schools close, uh, the hospital shut down. The bread's gone, nothing. everything. Right? You can't get bread, cookies, water, nothing. <laughs> you can't. We got to prepare out here, man. That's what we do at VA. It's crazy. My kid, we, we were living in Michigan for three years, and my son's like, you think they'll cancel school? I'm like, hell no, they're going to cancel school because in Michigan, <laughs> snows every day. We come back, he's like, man, they cancel. I'm like, yeah, you're right, you're right. Bro, I don't even know how to act whenever it snows outside, bro. I don't even know what to do. I don't. What's what's the first step to prepare for snow? I don't know how here in Virginia, man. Salt, I hear. Salt. Okay. Well, hey, since we're talking about, you know, uh, what do we do? How do we prepare? The, the, today's episode is going to be called Power Play, How to Beat Procrastination. Like we all procrastinate somehow, right? Yes, we do, man. Like you, like 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 I probably procrastinated getting you the link to get on this episode. It took me like eight minutes. I was in a drag <laughs> in my butt. <laughs> but you got me here. I'm here, baby. Procrastination. So tell me, what does procrastination mean to you? Uh, something I've done before. So I mean, it's whenever you have something you want to do, but you come up with excuses. You come up with reasons why you can't start it yet. And I think I'm a victim of it. I've done it before lots of times. Still do. Yeah, we all do it. I I still do it to this day. And I, I get upset with myself when I do it. Like, you know, doing a podcast, I actually wanted to do one today at 1.30. It's uh, 4.30 right now, right? So I was like, ah, I'll get one done at 1.30. I'll do another one at 3.30. I procrastinated, like straight up. I got stuck in the moment. Yeah, you get on your phone, you answer a call, you get on another call, you're just dragging your butt. You're like, eh, I don't feel like it. Finally, like, I got to go get it done, right? I got to get it done. The people need it. I got to get it done. But sometimes we just get lost in the moment of getting too relaxed, not staying focused, not staying structured. You agree? Absolutely, man. I, uh, whenever it comes to a workout, me and my wife are on this right now. Like we, I know everybody's got that New Year's resolution. They want to start working out. But I told my wife, I said, listen, we're going to hit the gym. First thing comes Monday, we go into the gym, no excuses. Guess what happened? You didn't go. We ain't go to the gym, man. We ain't go to the gym. You know, <laughs> But you know how it is, man. Sundays, man. Me and my wife actually had a little bit of wine on Sunday, enjoyed ourselves, and woke up and felt deflated, bro. I was like, I can't do it. We'll start next week. Yeah, well, I always say it's one day or day one, right? And when we procrastinate, it's always one day, one day, one day. It's like, oh, how do we beat that? How do we beat that? And it's a bad habit, right? It's a bad habit that uh, consumes us all the time. We just finished our holiday party. What'd you think about that? Talk about that a little bit for the people. It was awesome, man. Uh, so we had to push it back uh, due to a little bit of sickness in the company, but we actually ended up bringing that thing back in on this weekend. Everybody loved it. I brought my family over, brought some friends over, and we did it big, man. It was just like last year. Got you guys in a room together. We had fun, shared some memories, videos, all that good stuff. Y'all got creative this year too, man. We gave out $290,000. 
I know, man. To employees. I lost. I ain't getting nothing. I know. But love. Yeah, you did get love. <laughs> so get what love. was your, you, you thought we were creative. What did you love most about the show? Uh, I think when you guys all brought all the directors up and they got the opportunity to introduce everybody, because the original idea was having you guys, the executives coming in as superheroes and stuff. I remember that. And then you guys made us an intricate part of it, man. I mean, I think that's what the people wanted to see. I think that was the message behind it, because yeah. we are the ones that make this thing, man. I agree thousand percent. That's why it was so important. And you know, that advice didn't, that, that, that suggestion didn't come from me. Really? And it didn't come from anyone on the executive team. So originally, just like last year, where we wanted to introduce the executives to the people, we were going to change. We Last year we had Marvel. We were going to change to DC or we were going to change to Disney characters. No shit. Like legit. Like we're going to be Disney, right? Don't do Disney. So that... So, so then when I was going through them, I didn't like them. And I'm like, I just want to do more for the people. And my wife goes, why don't you do all your directors as superheroes? I said, that's a great idea. I love, is there enough superheroes? She's like, I'm sure you can find it. I was like, okay. So I called Kevin. This is a true story. And I said, Hey man, we're not going to do us as superheroes. Why? I said, needs to be more about the people. I think we should do directors. I think it'll be fine. We could do us. It's no big deal. That's what he said. I said, dude, we're not doing us, dude. Why? I said, I just told you the directors are the superheroes. Yes. So you don't want to do us as superheroes either? I said, no. <laughs> Is that enough? Like, why? How many superheroes we I need? Know, bro. But guess who I was, though, man? The ladies and gentlemen out there. Do you know, do you know who picked everybody's? Who picked everybody's, bro? Who was it? Me. It was you and you made your me. boy the king of Wakanda forever. Black Panther That's in right. the building. You know what I'm talking about? That's right. I appreciate it. Well, that. hey, it, hey, it was you or Don. I didn't know who should nah, do bro. it. But he, Don Thine, nah, I said, mm -hmm. you know, instead we made Don, what was it? It was uh, Captain Spock or something. The somebody, one guy in X-Men. Somebody we don't know. That's all I'm saying. There's, there's a nah, couple of things you got to check the, the list. It's the smart guy on X-Men. That's who he was. Oh, yeah. I could have been a smart guy too, though. But you could have been that guy I too. I like Black Panther. Yeah. Man. Yeah, well, you know, I I did a couple of them that were pretty good. I thought I also picked Billy as Santa Claus. Bill, Santa Claus. You didn't see Bill with Santa Claus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the big old uh, the the sack full of gifts and stuff riding down in the sleigh. I saw that, bro. <laughs> that actually matched. Yeah, his joke was, "Did you guys run out of superheroes so you took Santa?" <laughs> He's a giver, bro. That's all it is, man. Yeah, we're we just trying to gives. show him love. He gives. We say. Well, I can I can tell you. You know, I'll bring this up. They, the assessment team did a great job on that, but they procrastinated. I brought this up because, like, we moved the the party due to COVID. You know, some of us had COVID. So we moved it. But they weren't ready. They were procrastinating. They needed these extra weeks. It actually panned out for them to put the Anthem video and put the, you know, the show notes together, you know, of what we're doing. And those shows, they're live. Like, you saw some mess ups. Did you see me march off the damn stage pissed off? I did, bro. I saw. I heard what did that look said, like? Dude. What'd that look like? Look, we was all laughing in the house, man, because we had to, we had to try to play you, because I know you a one take kind of guy, bro. So you don't like to start nothing over. You just run through it anyways. So we was in the house laughing, and I heard a mess up too. What was the mess up? You said Ben took this company as high as the trees. We was like the trees. What is he talking about, bro? You talking about as high as the sky, as high as the moon? What you trying to say? Probably right. <laughs> I, I probably did do that. I, I can't deny or confirm. It was a long uh, day. Oh my God. You know, we don't have, we don't have script there. And so what, what they do is they have guidelines. They have like, 
okay, team, go to the couch or, you know, Steve, give away $10,000 or, you know, so there's no lines, there's just guidelines. And so when I was introducing everybody, they were running the entire teleprompter, teleprompter screwing it up, Steve, when it was Ben and I'm like, they were screwing it up and I was getting so aggravated. It was, it was disturbing. It was, it messed up my flow. Like I was on it, but then they were sticking Steve's information there and I'm like, trying to wing it. And so it just, it put me off balance, but no excuses. I, I did have a little fumble there. Yeah. It's all good though, bro. We, and it happens to us all, bro. It happens to us all. But the difference between you and somebody else, man, is you know how to think on your feet. That is what this is all about, bro. Being able to think on your feet. I agree. What did you think of the uh, dancing with the uh, Pistons dancers? It was awesome, man. It was like a halftime show, pretty much. And bro, don't you ever try to dance again, bro. You got to let that go. You know I had to purposely dance like Austin Powers. That was what we asked to do. <laughs> bro, don't lie, bro. Like you can tell me. No, they told me to. They, you, dude, you think I dance like that? Come on, dude. I don't know how you dance, bro. I man, I dance way before. better than that, dude. Even I went upstairs, my wife's like, why would you dance like that and make, try to purposely look bad? I said, I was supposed to look like Austin Powers dancing, being stupid. No, like. No, bro. Your credit went up a couple points after you did it, though. That's all I'm. That's my about credit, it. My that's credit what, went down. Your credit, your credit went up, but your street credit went down. Your actual, street credit down. <laughs> yeah, now I can buy a house because I, house. I became whiter than white after that dancing, right? <laughs> that I didn't know what was going on there, bro. I didn't know what was going on. It had no flavor. That's what all I got. That's that's what flavor. you expected from Ben. Yeah, bro. not from me, bro. You look like you had on Skechers out there for a minute. Oh, bro. You geez. can't be like my man Ben. Ben wears the Skechers, bro. That's my man. <laughs> I love that man, but why is he wearing Skechers, dog? No offense to those wearing Skechers. No offense, man. No he offense. Got Heelys, but, he got the Heelys, all that stuff. Yeah, but, but dude, you can't do that if you're like out here trying to game to be a CSO of a billion-dollar company. Uh, you flow boat and Skechers make my feet feel good. Bro, I'm broke, and I'm still out here wearing some designer shoes. I got to, bro, because you got to set the you example. Ain't broke. I heard you bought a Corvette. They talked mm-hmm. about it on the show. That was last year, bro. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I broke no, this year. year. Last year I bought a vet, but this year I broke. I only got paid once this year so far, bro, so I'm broke. <laughs> well, I think we've all been only paid once this time of year. I know it, man. I know it. I know it. So man. let's talk about procrastination. Yeah. You've moved your way up. I heard the story, which I love. Your story is one of the, you know, there's a lot of stories that, that we hear people coming from different places or recruited. And I always believe in fate. And I always believe in things happen for a reason, good and bad. And I always feel like when the unicorn comes by, you got to jump on. And so with you, when Kenny met you, and I want to hear your version of the story of how that went down, but I, I want to give a little uh, notes for the listeners and the viewers out there that you know, you didn't procrastinate on making a decision and you didn't procrastinate on how you did your job to be moved up your job. You're kind of humble. You're a funny guy, but you are humble. You don't want to toot your own horn. I'm going to toot it for you. But you moved up the ranks pretty damn fast and you're at a high level in the, in the company. So congrats. And you've earned every ounce of it. Nothing was given to you. But I want you to kind of give the listeners and the viewers out there a taste of that, of how you got to where you're at, and where you're at now and what you were doing. Tell your version of the story. So believe it or not, Power Home is my second actual job. It's my second actual career. Uh, I worked in the restaurant industry uh, all my life since I was like 16 years old. And I thought about the possibility of stepping into something else, like going to get another job or starting a brand new career. But I had been with that family so long, it was like I had to be loyal to them. So anytime somebody would come in and talk to me about an opportunity, I'm like, nah, man, I've been here ever since I was a kid. 
And when Kenny came in, I had already made the decision in my heart to move on, man. And when you make the decision in your heart, it's a difference between talking about it in your head or running through it or saying it or professing it. I made the decision in my heart that it's time for me to move on, bro. Like, I, I have to do something that's greater. And me and my wife talked about it for a little bit, of course, and Power Home happened. It just was fate. Like, they walked in that day in the restaurant while I was working. And let me tell you how much fate it was. I was managing the restaurant. My bartender got sick and I had to step in for the bartender. Oh, and that was, that was the only way I was actually able to meet Kenny and those guys. And he offered me. The so position. you weren't going to be there. You, you, you were lucky to get there because the guy was sick. I would have, I would have been behind the desk. I, wow. You guys Look at that. never would have seen that. me. There. Okay. But Kenny offered me the position. And of course, right away, I was just like, I don't know what it is. Like what's solar? I thought it was a satellite. And the guy that was with him, Steve, he brought me around the corner and showed me his paycheck. And I said, man, when do I start, bro? <laughs> That's like <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street. Show me you made $250,000 and I quit my job right now. I quit it. He showed me a paycheck and it was over 10 grand too. And that was in two weeks. And I was like, all right, so I got to go because I don't make this in, in two months. So the decision was easy for me, man. Once the decision was made, I stepped in and, and took it by the horns, bro. I remember when you, so you moved up fast in the company. How yeah. long till you became an ADM? ADM took me three months. Three months. So I remember going to the sales meeting at ADM and you brought that, uh, you brought that belt yes. for the top producer. Yes. Had that meeting going. Talk about that. It went great, man. Uh, it's important to create competition. Like, I mean, it, people that are in sales fields, they're stale. Like they come in and do the same thing, talk about the same thing, get on the same meetings and they play their week over and over again. But to me, my guys are motivated whenever there's competition in the way. We talked about it all the time, but we had to take something and make it like a tangible item to these guys to work harder for it. And they worked harder for it. We had a better sales month than we ever had. We actually broke a record for Richmond. We sold over 90 something deals that, that month in Richmond. Why are we selling house. 90 deals in Richmond now, doc? Hey man, cause I ain't managing it no more directly. Oh, bro. there you put go. You, back, you managing me, people managing it. Put me back in the game, baby. That's it. I know it. I know You want to go back? No, I'm good. No. <laughs> okay. So, so hey, you became an ADM and then you became a district manager. Now, how long have you been with the company? Three years, seven months now. So then you went from field energy consultant to ADM. Yep. ADM, to DM. To DM. To regional. To regional. To director. To director. Yes, sir. All in three years and some change. Do you think that you procrastinated in busting your ass at this job? Oh, no. No, sir. Why didn't you? What, what was the difference maker of like you procrastinating not going to the gym today, but not procrastinating in this job? Yeah, I was thinking of the long haul, man, thinking of my future. Like, I mean, I could, but I've seen my mom do it. I could stay in the same place, make the same amount of money and be comfortable and confident that I'm going to have that paycheck coming in every week. Right. But I was looking to the future because I know my mom is older. Like she's not retiring anytime soon, man, unless I have something to do with it. And I'm blessed to be able to have that ability. But I can't sit back and let that be the case for me, man, because I see my mom struggle too much for me to stay in the restaurant industry and not make the most of myself. So couldn't do it. And I think it's because you prioritize what's important to you. Going to the gym isn't as important to you. You're like me. It's like, look, I'm, I'm drinking a Mountain Dew. They're not even paying me to drink it, and I'm drinking it. There's nothing good about this Mountain Dew. Not a damn thing. But I had a horrible lunch, so I'm going to top it off with a horrible drink because that's what I can do. Now, our boy Benny B, you know, he used to be real soft and a little gooey, right? And, uh, you know, uh, uh, he changed. He, he prioritized what was important to him. 
And so he goes to the gym religiously. I mean, we were we were there for the holiday party and he was he was working out there. Like in the middle of the, the day. Party? Yeah, yeah, he was working out at the hotel. Just craziness. Like, what? Like we just got here. Like it was weird. But Well, you were working. I saw you doing push-ups. No, oh, we had a push-up contest, by the way. And you trust me, you didn't want none of that. Okay. Oh, you didn't want bro, none bro. of that. <laughs> I must have saw the tail end of the video because it looked like you were struggling to me. That's what we saw like the last me. five seconds. So <laughs> just so you know how this story went, we're going to get back to procrastination. The, the story kind of went like Ben was over there talking trash to Zach. Zach was giving him grief back. Kevin was fire starting, you know, trying to light a match. I was just sitting there minding my business like, all right, guys, all right. We had a long day. It was the first night we were there. And, you know, we were hanging out and chilling and, you know, having a good time. And we we're out there on the back section of the Townsend. And so Ben was like, you know, I can do, you know, I think there was a bet. He's like, I could do 50 pushups, et cetera, et cetera. So Kevin said, all right, I'll bet you a hundred bucks. See if you can do 50 pushups. And so Ben did, was it Ben that went first? It wasn't Ben that went first. Ben was talking trash to Zach saying, you can't do 50. Zach's like, I could do more than that. And I'm like, Ben, how many you do? He said, 75. I said, Zach, can you beat that? Zach says, I'll do 80. Ben bet him $1,000 to do 80. Zach did 81. So then Ben was talking trash on how low Zach was going, right? And was like, this is how you do push-ups. I said, how many are you going to knock out? He said, 75. Ben stopped three times to get to 40. <laughs> Three times to get to 40. His excuse was, man, I did push-ups earlier that, that day. True story. Before I got on the plane, true story. My wife can validate this. I woke up in the morning, Friday morning, super excited because I had no bank calls. Every day I had four or five bank calls. I had no bank calls. So look, I'm a hardcore 90s rap guy. Like I love 90s rap more than anything. And then I love 80s and then I love country. But every now and then I like to listen to this hardcore rock where these guys are screaming at you and they hate everything. <laughs> Sometimes I like that. Not often. So I put on yeah. Rage Against the Machine, killing them, whatever, whatever it's called. And I crank it up as I shower. My wife's like, what the hell's wrong with you? I'm, I jump down and get 40 push-ups. I shower, I jump down and get 40 push-ups again. So I got 80 push-ups on the day already done. This is in the morning. She's like, what is your deal? I'm like, I'm just excited. We're going to Michigan. I got no no sales or sales calls or, or bank calls. I'm great. I'm on my way. Like, I'm just jacked. Like I was, I was jacked, you know, and killing in the name of, that's what it is. And that song, you know, the certain songs get you jacked. That was sometimes usually DMX, what's my name, you know, what's my name? Certain songs just get me set off. That one did at that time. So we fly to Michigan. Here we are back at that moment. Ben's talking shit. Zach does his push-ups, does 81. Ben can't even get to 40. I am rolling. He's like, you can't beat Zach. I said, dude, I don't need to. Like, you can't beat Zach. They're going back forth. So then... <laughs> So then Dino comes up and goes, he's there. And he's like, Jason, just, dude, can you just shut them up? Like, okay. So all I had to do was beat Zach. So I dropped. I did 82. You did 82. So the last five, you saw me struggle. And I did 82. Once I got to 82, I stopped. Oh, man. Bro, Ben had his Skechers on, bro. He probably would have beat you, bro. That's all it is. It's the he, shoes. He, You're he right. It's because he didn't have the Skechers on. He couldn't get no help. <laughs> That's a lot of damn push-ups straight. 82 of them. I don't know if I could do 82 push-ups straight up. I didn't know. I, know I didn't I think do. I could do it. I was like, I don't want to have to do this now. But I have a, a I'm not going to lose mentality. So my arms okay. were going to break or something was going to happen if I couldn't get the numbers. 
That's one of our values, man. That's, you gotta have that competitive spirit. You baby. have to. I was. I could not lose that. But back to procrastination. Ben wasn't procrastinating. He's lost a lot of weight. He 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 made it day one, not one day, right? And I think that what happens is if you get a bad habit and it starts consuming you, or you don't prioritize what's important. Like I don't go to the gym every day. It's not that it's not important. It's just not high at my priority. I'm always going to be at work. I'm always going to take my kids to school. You know, I'm always going to work on on my skill sets of being a leader. And then down there is the working out. So I procrastinate a lot working out. I should focus on doing better of that. But what happens is when you procrastinate too much, you start to second guess missed opportunities. And see, if had you not taken the job, had you not come in, you would might have second guessed. You wouldn't have the life that you have now. Not saying it could be better or worse, but think about that, right? You took a chance. You didn't procrastinate. You said, oh, yeah, I want in. Let's go. You didn't waste any more time. Absolutely. And you can lose, you talked about being a leader and procrastinating at the same time. You can lose respect quickly if you procrastinate as a leader, man. You you will lose it quickly. Explain. So the best way for me to pretty much sum this up is, is you have to be decisive when you're working here at Power Home Solar, man. You got to be decisive, right? Because we move departments, we move and shake to make it a better experience for our sales reps. But we sometimes we talk about it. And then we never put anything into action and stuff falls down around you, man. And then people are watching that and they're like, like, what are you doing, man? Like, what are you doing? And then you got those chatters that are going on in the background. So you got to be on top of your game, man, here at Power Home, man. You do. You definitely do. Do you think a major reason why people procrastinate is they're, they're scared of the criticism? Yeah, man. People will criticize you. People will definitely criticize you, man. Especially if you're stepping out and you're doing something that's out of your comfort zone or that's not normal to other people or maybe different to other people. So it will cause you to procrastinate. That's the easy thing to do. It's just the easy way out. It's the best way to put it. We were having an executive call earlier. We were talking about different departments and the mindset of different departments. And I think this is true. Sales guys, because of the success, the roller coaster of the emotions, procrastinate more than blue collar working type guys or production guys. They don't procrastinate. It's get up, get the job done, get home. Sales guys are like, yeah, I'll wing it. Okay, I'll do this. Like it gets us into some bad habits. It's true. At least that's my belief. Like if you're in sales and you're riding the wave up and then you're falling to the peak down, you're going back and up in the peak, you in my opinion, I don't, Kevin, me, Ben, everyone finds a way to procrastinate sometimes. If I was just grinding and there was no peak, it was just level, they don't. I envy that. Everybody's different. I envy that. You know, I, I try to challenge myself all the time to do better. And there are times I'm like, man, why didn't I go work out today? And I, I, I get upset with myself because if I don't work out mentally, I don't feel as strong as I could have been. And, and then my, I don't want my muscles to get gooey. You know, I want to be, you know, solid, right? You want to be, you want to be solid. Who wants to be gooey, right? Nobody does. Man. Gooey's not good. And so, you know, we all, I think we all do that. And I think, you know, part of it is, is fear of criticism, but I also think part of it is, is the kind of mentality that you are, the kind of person that you are, what your personality is and how you approach each day. And so I think your blue collar, hardworking folks that go out, and I'll use production as an example, they don't procrastinate a lot. Maybe some of them drag their butt a little bit getting out of there, but that, like, that's where I think sales guys do procrastinate a lot. Do you think it's because of the success? What do you think it is? Because they get time to do it? What do you think it is? 
being in sales is almost like getting broken up with every day, right? It's, it's a, that's, that's literally what it is. Because uh, you hear yes sometimes. And getting asked out every day, right? Absolutely, man. And I feel like when you go into one opportunity, because it, it takes a certain kind of driven, like a certain caliber kind of person that can kind of keep their head on straight and just stick to the mission. But not everybody's built like that, man. Not everybody's built like that. You run into to, to some objection and then you take it into the house with you. I see that happen a lot, man. You take it into the house with you. And then as soon as you sleep on that sale, I guarantee you that might have been the person that would have gave you that yes, man. The one no gets you closer to a yes every single time you leave an opportunity. Did you have a number that you had to have had that many no's? Were you tracking your no's to get to the yes, like what the number was? So no, I actually didn't even have to get to that point, man. I was working hard. Like with me, I prepared before I walked into a house because I knew the customer's name and that was all I needed. I looked them up on Facebook, Facebook, tried to find a way that I could relate to them, look through all the notes. I looked through all those things. So I felt comfortable and almost like I knew the customer. Oh, when wow. I walked into That's smart. Home. Lots smart. of preparation. Absolutely, man. You, I, now, listen, some of the, I, I think the tips that people can learn from about not procrastinating is visualize the task, the reward, and how it will be accomplished. And you just really talked about that. You're visualizing making the sale. You're preparing for it by looking at Facebook, looking at the proposal, getting out there, and then you're seeing it be done. You're manifesting it. I'm real big into the laws of attraction and manifestation. And so I think that when you visualize that, you see it, mostly good things happen, right? Absolutely, man. You got to speak it into existence, baby. It's just so true. And then if you identify when you're actually procrastinating, you got to be conscious of it. You can't get mad at yourself. We all do it. In fact, I'm looking at an article here. 84% of us are affected to some degree of procrastination every day. Every day, 84% every day. So it means if you didn't get it today, more likely you're going to get it tomorrow. But most of us get it today. That's crazy, right? That is crazy, man. Uh, I, I think, and it's crazy because we're all victims of it, man. And like I said, you just mentally, you, of course, you mentally have to make a decision. But when you make that decision in your heart that you're going to change something or you want to change something, you can do it. Like it, you can look like that model you want to look like. You can be that leader you want to be like. You can build your business to where Power Home is. But it just takes the work. It takes the preparation. It takes it all those things, man. It really does. I think and setting up reminders, right, and, and actually following through and having the discipline to get it done. Utilizing your phone. I used to tell Kevin all the time, he used to procrastinate a lot and he didn't do it on purpose. It was subconsciously, right? He didn't realize he was doing it. He'd be focused on one, just put other things off and then it time ran out. He now has a thing called boulder items. He puts in the notes. He shares it with me. These are his boulder items that he needs to accomplish on a daily basis that he wants me to hold him accountable for. And trust me, I do. Like, did you get that done? No. It might be something I don't even need them to do, but I'm on them. Like, dude, you got to get it done. But I think being disciplined and figuring that out, and I don't have to do it every day now because he's getting better at it, but he realized consciously, hey, I procrastinate a lot. I put things off and I deprioritize things that are important to get done. And that, that, that part of the business is lacking. So then he really put alerts in. He made a message thing. He, he built, shared the notes like, Jason, hold me accountable for these bolder items. And I want to do them every day. I don't want to procrastinate. Now he works his ass off. He's here 10, 11 hours a day. He's here at 8.30 or 9 and he leaves at like, eight o'clock at night. 
Yeah. You, know, I leave. you gotta have people, you gotta have people like you around you though, man. Like, cause that's another easy way to get out of being a procrastinator is surrounding yourself around people that are already doing the things that you want to do. So that way they can be that person that holds you accountable every single day. That's awesome that y'all hold each other accountable, man. That, that's true partnership right there. Bro. Yeah. Well, nobody's holding me accountable. I'd like them to hold me accountable. They don't. I'm like, hey, hold me this. They're like, no. You know, bro, you the boss. But they can't hold. But you I need to be held accountable sometimes, <laughs> man. I, you know, that's what I love so much. When I go home, they tell me. I say this all the time. They tell me what I need to hear, not what I want to hear. You know, sometimes being the boss is a bad thing. You can't grow as much because everybody's just, you know. Everything they, they're telling you it's sunshine and rainbows and it's not. And so I, I, I've got a great team with the executives where we have an honesty conversation on, on our executive calls where I'm like, what can I do better? What can I work on? What things would you like me to, you know, and, and I tell them, if you're my friend, you'll give me constructive criticism. Don't blow smoke. Don't tell me everything's perfect because it's not. Be brutally honest. I need that in order to grow. If you just tell me everything's okay, it's not okay. Yeah. A lot of people are surrounded by those yes men, man. Those are the last people you want around you, bro. People will respect you way more for being yourself, being honest. And if you don't agree with something, man, or you think something should change, you should tweak this to make things better. Speak up, man. That's what you got to do. You got to speak up. Well, I think procrastination starts from bad habits. But if you start good habits, right, you start getting calendar invites. You start, like you said, surrounding yourself with like people and positive people and people that get stuff done. I think it's true. I mean, if you hang out with losers, eventually you're going to be a loser. If you hang out with winners, eventually you're going to be a winner. I think that's very true. I, I mean, look, I've got some friends that are like, oh, my gosh, I just don't hang out with them a lot. I grew up with them. I'm like, dude, like, I got to go see this person. Like, what? <laughs> But I'm a loyal human being and I do that, but we're on different planets and it's not by choice. You know, one thing my, my boy, David Meltzer told me it's frequency, right? We communicate with our frequency and he goes, Jason, don't get frustrated with people around you sometimes because, you know, your frequency is going to be a little higher than theirs. You know, maybe you're growing faster. So your frequency is higher. So you're going to have to lower it and, and relate to what they're doing. And I think that, you know, when he worded it that way, I said, oh man, we were growing too fast. This person's not growing with us. It was more of a negative thought process rather than a thought process of, well, my frequency is a little higher because of some of the things I'm doing and it's supposed to be that maybe I just got to bring my frequency down a little bit to help encourage this person to bring theirs up rather than look at it as a negative. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you like that? The frequency, isn't that cool? I like that, man. I like that saying, man. You know, it, it, it replaces, ah, we're outgrowing this person or, you know what I mean? It's just different frequencies. And so it doesn't feel as negative when you lower that and kind of try to match that through. I think the other thing, you know, you're it, getting those good habits. It usually takes, is it 21 days for a habit? 21 days, man. That's what they say. 21 days. You got to challenge yourself. I think everyone's doing the 75 heart. Have you tried that? What is 75 heart? It's, uh, it's some kind of workout thing. That's really taken off from Andy Frisella. A lot of people are posting it. I think it's where you go 75 days of no drinking. You got to work out twice a day and you got to eat healthy and you take pictures every day. By no means am I alcoholic, right? But this, look, this is a good, I know that sounds, it sounds a little bit off, but I want to show you this app that I just started, right? I'm not going to say the name of it because they ain't paying me for it like you be saying, right? So here, here we go. It's the sobriety app. And I told myself I'm going to stop drinking. So I'm not procrastinating on this. And I actually made this decision way before you even brought up procrastination today. 
but it tells I can't pull it up yet. I'm new to the app, but I haven't drank at all um, as of yesterday. And today, of course, we had some wine on Saturday watching the football game, getting excited. But that's another one of those things that keeps me motivated. They send me a text every morning at eight o'clock and then they're going to send me a text at 8 p.m. to make sure I'm held accountable for that, man. So I like yeah, that. it's killing my body, man. I can't. You, your body is your temple, man. I got to make sure I take care of my body first. So I'm here to see the fruits of my labor. baby. We should try to do the 75 hard. You think so? And we should not tell John or Benny B and we'll just be shredded in the big. What you guys do? Like 75 hard. No drinking. What is it? No drinking. No drinking. You got to diet and eat healthy food like nothing bad for 75 days. And you got to work out twice a day. You said how many times? Two times. Two times. No. It's a big deal, right? I would do that with you, bro. I would, I would do We're that. We have to you. talk about that. I'm gonna, well, Kevin will get jealous. Anything I do, Kevin wants to do. I put my foot in cold water. He puts his foot in cold water. I buy some <laughs> shoes. He buys some shoes. I mean, I love Kevin, but you know, I, I'm going to assure you, he's going to be like, let me in, let me in, put me in coach. He won't last, but he'll want to start the process. He didn't want to be left out. That always happens with Kev. 75 hard work. Let's look at it. I don't want to commit yet. I'm not procrastinating. I don't want to make a commitment I can't do yet because I, I got to look at it. I, it's really the workouts I'm worried about, not the eating, believe it or not. It's do I have time in the next couple of weeks to work out twice a day? What time do you wake up in the morning? 6.30. Every morning? Even on the Every weekends. morning. I take my son to school, unless it snows, every morning. And then I go to the gym for an hour and then I shower and come to work. And then I work. It could, I get off at 5.30, 6.30, 7.30. just depends. And when I get home, I try to do dinner with the family unless they already ate. And then I'll shower. Either I'll shower again if I've, it's been a long day. If it hasn't been a long day, I'll shower. Just wait till the morning. I'll go change into some chill clothes and watch television. Oh, you got to get that late night workout in, man. Well, that's when I got to tell the family, hey, I'm leaving to go to the gym again. Bye. Yeah. You know, you, you got to think. It, it varies. Look, and I, look. if I'm going to commit to that, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to tell my family, this is what I'm doing. It's twice a day. They'll understand. It's just, you know, I got to figure out the timings. We've got so many things going on. But what's the reward? What's the reward on the other the side? The reward is the body, the temple, dude. I've seen pictures of people transition. It's pretty solid. Absolutely, man. If you want, and I don't want to procrastinate and not do it. Yes. You know, yes. people are going to remember this podcast. They're going to go, let's go 75 days later and see if these cats look different. <laughs> hey, look, I'm letting you guys know I'm going on record. I'm 229 pounds right now. If I'm smaller in 75 days, it's because we committed to it. And if we commit to it, I, I, I go at it, man. If anything yeah, I commit to, I put my heart in it and we're going at it. Hey, I'm at 214. 214. 214. No doubt. So look, let's do it, man. Think about it. Look, sleep on it. Get back to me. Let me know if you want to do this. I'm not you pro you. I'm procrastinate. We're procrastinating, huh? Yeah, we are right now in this case, but I got you. I'm giving you my commitment. So I'm going to hold up my side of the bargain, right? But think out, think outside. Oh, we got vacation coming up, right? That's one of those things that start to creep in your head, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Well, all right. So if we, 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 you know what? I think, I think, fuck it. Let's do it. All right. We're going to do it effective. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. So, yeah, we're going to take pictures. 75 hearts starts tomorrow for Armando and Jason. All right, let's do it. Look, your, your, face, your face was like, oh, shit. I, tomorrow, I thought about I, vacation, too. I, I, thought I thought I had thought three vacation. or four days, Jay. I thought, I, thought, I thought I had it. Man, I will be running around on the LeBlanc Resort drinking mocktails now because we're oh, doing yeah. this. yeah. You got to go to Mexico in February, oh, huh? man. You can't pause on it or nothing like that, right? You got to no. stay there. You gotta be oh, dude, well, you can't do it. Then we might have to wait, huh? You want to do March 1st? 
Like, we go, we, we'll put it off so you can go on vacation. <laughs> but, but, but then we got spring break. I'm taking the kids somewhere, going to the islands. Am I supposed to sit there? Ooh. Yeah, man. We got to stop procrastinating right now, man. We got That's what that's what dude, that's the whole thing about the thing. It's like it there's yeah. never a good time. Never a good time, man. Why you know, if you do it in the summer, you're getting into Thanksgiving, you know, you're getting into, you know, other you know, football. You do it in the fall, you're hitting Thanksgiving and Christmas. You do it in January, you're hitting like dude, like like dude. Yeah. But the tough. thing is when you think about it, I got I got more reasons why yes than why not. I mean, of course, that one day is going to be fun. I get to drink. I get to celebrate a hangover the next day. But the reward that I'm going to have walking out there at the end of February with a nicer body, feeling confident about myself, clear, I think it'll be worth it, man. I really do think it'll be worth it. So I got more reasons why, yes. And tell people, you're doing 75 hard, you'll drink water. 75 hard, only water, huh? No juices? Well, they, it's hard, but the point is, is is you share people to inspire other people to be a part of it. And I'm told it's it's treacherous because towards the end, you want like pasta, you want pizza, you want all this stuff, and you really can't eat that. You have to you have to diet. You have to eat like meat and veggies. Like you have to eat appropriately. I'll have to download it. We'll have to share the, the real deal. I'm just giving you the just. But once you get through that process and you do it, I'm told like day 76, people are getting drunk as hell, eating all the pasta <laughs> they can. Like they're like, oh my God. Gosh, they're celebrating. We got to celebrate it together, bro. But you know what the crazy part is? You, you'll come out a greater leader, a greater person if you can get through this stuff, man. Because I'm coming up with excuses now and Valentine's Day, vacation, all those things like that. But bro, once I know if I get through something like that, then I really don't even probably, I probably don't even see a reason why I need to pick a bottle back up of wine or whatever the case may be. It really isn't no reason because it's going to be better for you. Definitely. All right. To be continued, we're going to discuss if and when we start this. I think we're going to do this. I just don't know what when. I don't know if we just do it tomorrow. We probably could, but I'll have to see. All right. Let's think about it. Baby. Fair enough. I, are we procrastinating? <sighs> Would this be procrastination? That's the question. That's the trivia of this episode. They're going to have to respond via messaging. Yes, that was procrastinating or no, it wasn't. I think it's called planning. We are planning to do it shortly. I love that. Another P word. Replace it with another P word. We are yeah. planning this out. That's all it is, man. Hey, you got to make yourself accountable and stop blaming others. What about when people, as I like to say, poop the bed, don't do what they're supposed to do because they drug their ass or they procrastinated, and then they just point the finger elsewhere? How many times do you see that happen? Every time. You got to own your shit, man. You got to own it. You got to own it. You can't blame it on anybody else, man. You can't blame it on the circumstance. You can't blame it on any of that stuff. Uh, my dad used to always say this, man. He said, "You people say you're a product of your environment. And my dad always told me, he was like, I used to live in the hood. And I believe him, too. I think he actually lived in the hood. He's got a nice house now, but he said, I used to live in the hood, man. And he said, I used to go over to my neighbors or my friend's house, and they got roaches all over the place. They got them things crawling all over that stuff. My dad said, look, it wasn't my fault that I ended up in the hood because I, was, I grew up there. But he was like, I had a choice. I had the choice to keep my house clean. I didn't have to become a product of my environment, man. And and that stuff stuck with me, baby. That really did. There's a difference of being clean and being poor. Right? I lived in a trailer park, right? And most of the neighbors' trailers were nasty, dude. Nasty. Dog shit. Cat piss. Like, so gross. And I was a kid. I, di I didn't really notice it until I got older. And I was like, I can't believe I'd go and hang out in there. But my parents kept a clean house. And... You know, my wife always says it like, you know, if we go into someone's house, we don't care how much money they have. We don't care about any of that. But you choose to be clean or dirty. You might not be able to control if you've got a lot of money or not. And nobody should ever judge you on that. But you choose to be clean or dirty. 
That's a choice. Yeah. And you owned it, man. You own that, baby. You own living in the trailer park, baby. And you All didn't day. procrastinate to get to where you are now. No, I didn't. I, I felt like I had to make a change because I was sick of people judging me for something I couldn't control. Right? I couldn't control it. What is one of your favorite pastimes in sports where you feel like the team actually earned the championship. Now stay with me. Don't go to Philadelphia's bullshit. Cause I know where you're going. <sighs> but right. A lot of times people think like they bought a championship. I'll use the Yankees, for example, or the Red Wings back in the nineties, people hated on the Patriots. When is a, the favorite team that you've had in the past? Doesn't have to be fit that you think, damn, that team defied all odds, didn't procrastinate and did what they needed to do. And it was a surprise, but you were happy for them. I think, and this is, I, if this isn't popping up in all the viewers' heads, it definitely is just resonating with me right now. But it's the Patriots when they were in that Super Bowl against the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons were on a roll, boy. They were smashing it. Uh, I think the Patriots by halftime were down by what, 30? I think it was like one. 31. 31 points they were down by, man. But there was a little bit of procrastination going on on Atlanta sideline, man. They were like, look, we got this, right? Like, we can go into autopilot. We're good to go. We're good to roll. We're going to beat them. We're beating them by 31. But good old Bill Belichick, man. Can't do nothing with a leader like that, boy. Thomas Brady. Absolutely, baby. Tom Brady is one of the greatest. Look, bro, I hate him, man. I ain't going to lie to you. I hate him. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. One of the he greatest is the leaders. greatest of all time. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Are you watching Man in the Arena? No, what is that? Okay, so did you watch Jordan's thing? Jordan Singh? Who is that? No, Jordan. Michael Jordan Michael had Jordan? His, his shows, right? You saw the eight or nine shows he no. had out? Oh, you're talking about uh, his show. Um, yeah. What do you call it? I forgot what you call it, but I know it was, on Netflix. I yeah, you saw I it. the name of it, yeah. Okay, so and it was great. It was one of the best things I've ever seen. And I, I don't like Michael Jordan after I watched that. I respect him and like him more. That's fact. I didn't like him because he always beat my team, and I didn't like how sometimes he, <laughs> sometimes he pointed the finger to others and made excuses and you know whined, kept Isaiah out of the out of the dream team. That shit bothered me. I took that shit personally. However, ultimate competitor, when he finally found out that he needed to inspire his team and elevate his team, he won championships. When he kept it about himself, he didn't. Yes, he kicked his team in the ass to get it done, and that's okay. That's kind of what Tom Brady does. But I bring up they, Tom Brady has a show called Man in the Arena which is just like Jordan's show, but it's Tom Brady's. And he has interviews of like Richard Sherman, Vince Wilfork, um, Randy Moss, Edelman. Like he goes through these whole lists. Each show is about that. And the show I just watched, so I was thinking, it's crazy. I was thinking the same thing, like where someone was on the ropes or somebody you were just in awe. Because most times when champs win, you're like, a team was supposed to win or, or you could see it the whole year. But right there, like people were turning off their TVs during the Super Bowl. This is a blowout and this is horrible. I was sitting there at, at this guy, Ben Cagle's house, and we had a $1,000 bet. And it hit, oh, it hit halftime. And he looked at me, true story. And he's like, you're down 31-8. How about I give you 14 points and you bet another 1,000? I said, done. <laughs> well, remember, <laughs> done. So he's like, all right. Because he's like, dude, you guys get smoked. You guys are out like it's like over. You guys are, you know. So I was like, done. So, you know, we went going forward to that bet, watching the game. 
And don't judge me for gambling. It was a friend. We ended up, you know, paid a friendly, yeah. friendly wage or whatever. So uh, we're going through. We're watching. It was the same thing. There was there was so much procrastination by Atlanta's team, dragging their ass, not paying attention. Cowboys just did it yesterday's game, trying to spike the ball. Right. I know you loved that, by the way. I love. But it. I'm not a Dak Prescott fan, dude. I think that guy's so overrated. It's not even funny. Like, nah, man. The whole team is. They they think they deserve a Super Bowl. That's all it is, bro. It's the difference between deserving and I working agree. hard. Again. But the procrastination of the Atlanta Falcons taking advantage, sitting and stagnant, not continuing to put in the work. Too many times in life we get at a comfortable place and we sit. And they got comfortable after halftime. And it bit him in the ass because Tom Brady was not comfortable. He went in there and fired up that team. It shows on one of the episodes. He talks about that whole thing and how they go into the locker room. They're like, look, we're down 31. We don't give a shit. We can come back. We, we got this. And they march down, they kick the field goal. Then they're down four touchdowns. Then they intercept it, they go down, score a touchdown. Now they're down three touchdowns. He's like, we got this. You know, it was one play at a time, and they focused on that. They didn't procrastinate. They managed the clock correctly. They came back. It was the greatest comeback Super Bowl of all time. We'll never see anything like that. We'll never see anything like Tom Brady again, except for Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's coming up. I do, man. too. Joe. I like that kid, I like bro. that. He, I yeah, I like that he smokes cigars it? when he wins. He's like, I don't even know he what does. brand this is, but... <laughs> When I get championships, I, I smoke gym. cigars. And then I love they asked him about, hey, did you did the whistle blow? He goes, no. <laughs> bro, that man is a bad man, bro. Mark it down in your book. Mark it down in your book. We said it here first, baby. We said it here first. He's going to be a, a Now, I think he was a walk-on to Ohio State. Is that right? I'm not sure about Joe Burrow, man. But so he was at Ohio was, State and transferred to LSU because he wasn't getting playing time. Justin Fields. He or, was. Yeah, yeah. They had three great quarterbacks there. there Haskins, in the NFL Fields, and somebody else, right? And so LSU said, come here. And he went and had the perfect season. Yeah, he smashed it, dude. Got two of the best wide receivers, Jordan Jefferson. And what's the other guy's name? I can't remember the other guy's Jamar name. Chase. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is making a name. So I honestly thought, I'm guilty. I thought Joe Burrow would be a bust. Tua would be the shit. And that Joe Burrow was only good because of those receivers. Well, that's not true. The guy wins games, dude. He's a difference maker, bro. He is a difference maker. He walked into it, walked into what they haven't won. They They're going to call him just like Joe game. Montana. He's going to be cool. Joe watch his name. Gonna come out. Like <laughs> that's what they did with Joe Montana. They're Joe cool. They're going to, he's going to be the same way. I know it, man. They haven't been to a playoff game in, I think, 50 years. It's like, yeah. 50 years and just won that first one, bro. That's awesome, man. That's the difference. With, hey, that, he is the difference maker in that in that um, organization. Jamar Chase definitely helps, though. The dude's got wheels. You know, the Philadelphia Eagles took Jalen Rager while Jamar, I mean, not Jamar Chase, Jordan Jefferson was still on the board. We could have had a guy like him. You know, I could go on all day with that. We took Brandon Pettigrew instead of freaking Aaron Donald. <laughs> I don't even know who that no, it is. No, it wasn't Pettigrew. It was Eric Ebron instead of Aaron the Donald. The tight end? The tight end instead of Aaron Donald. Oh, my God. All the teams, besides like two, skipped on Randy Moss. Wow. So, the you know, the Packers, I laugh at them. They took Tony Mandrich, which we both don't know who the hell he is. He's an offensive lineman that was a bust before Barry Sanders. Yeah, and it all goes back to procrastinating, man. You're sitting there watching. You're looking at the board. You see these players come up. You're like, nah, he'll be there. He'll be there. Let's skip out on him this That's time. Let's do it. You procrastinate your draft, dude. What are you doing? How do you do and that? you miss out. 
and you miss out. You know, we do so. that in life all the time. I've got a couple actionable items here, too. So uh, bear with me in my notes, guys. So to beat procrastination, you need to have a system or a task list that you should be following. We talked about that. Have a notes, pay attention. Recognize when you're doing it and stop listening to your own excuses. Elmondo just mentioned that, like, we all put stuff in our head. And we get in our own way of really being successful or accomplishing what we're wanting to accomplish because we stick all of those excuses in our head and then we justify those excuses, which even make it worse. The key is being mindful and focusing on yourself. I'm a big believer in, and I might get yelled at for this from people, but I'm going to live with it. You need to love yourself a lot and you need to be super confident. And I'm okay if you flirt with being egotistical sometimes or arrogant, because if it takes that to get people to love themselves and be confident, I'm okay with that. Because the moment you don't and you're too humble, you get insecurities. I truly believe that. You have to know you're the shit. You have to give yourself affirmations every day and pay attention to yourself. Now, I'm not saying you have to, I'm the best person in the world, but you need to believe some of that in order to do what you're going to do in life. Because otherwise you're boxing yourself in to your capabilities. And that happens because people, you know, they're procrastinating. They're putting things in their own head. They're dragging their ass. They're not wanting to get things done. Like, I don't tell people I'm the best CEO ever, but I tell myself, like, you're the best CEO I know, right? So you got to just get in your own head and really make yourself, you got to love yourself. And some people are like, oh, that's arrogant. Well, look, I'd rather my kids or me or my wife or people I love and care about be arrogant than self-conscious. Now, I don't like arrogance, but I really don't like self-conscious. And if you're arrogant and then eventually you slow down a little bit, you're just super confident. And that's the sweet spot. Not enough people do that. They think it's just bad to love themselves and give themselves affirmations and think that they're the shit. Like, like I love what Kenny Boom Boom always says. I love me some me. Me and me, we're good. He copied what T.O. said. I love me some me. And then he goes, me and me, we're good. I steal that all the time. My family sometimes like, man, you love yourself. I was like, me and me, we're good, baby. We're good. Absolutely. I'm going to take that one. I'm going to take right. that one. I'm Don't using Don't you that. feel that way, dude? Like, you're good. Like I do. I do, if, man. I do. If, if your lady tells you, man, why you like yourself so much? And me and me, we're good. I love me some me. The only way I love <laughs> you is if I love me. Got to love me first, right? That's where it all but starts. But people don't realize that. I'm not taking from somebody else. I'm not pulling from somebody else, but I got to love myself enough more, like before I can love anything else. And that's really, in my opinion, it's kind of how you start to get out of the procrastination because you're not filling your head with those excuses of why not to do something. Now you're filling your head with missions of what you need to do. It's just different, right? Uh, you need to get motivated as well as you must include a reward system. It's kind of what I'm talking about affirmations, but yeah, reward yourself as you get these accomplishments, pat yourself on the back, feel good about it. You know, try to get affirmations from people you love and care about. Tell them, Hey, when I do something good, let me know. It feels good. Right. My therapist used to tell me I was the type of kid that would hit a home run and be like, I'd hit a home run and be like, Hey dad, I hit a home run. Why didn't you hit two? Right. So it, and I'm not blaming my parents. I'm giving an example. There was a lot of that at home. But even when I first got married, like there was a lot of that at home. So the reason I worked so hard and kept driving was to get the affirmations I lacked as a child in early early adulthood, right? Because I just wanted to be, you, people want to feel valued. People want to feel important. People want to feel like they accomplished something. So, you know, I was on this mission to continue to do that. And then now I get a lot of it at work and then I go home and they're like, we ain't giving it to you. What, you want a parade? Like, uh, <laughs> do I get one? Like Kevin laughs at that every time I called Liz one time when I landed, I said, Hey, I'm home. She's like, you want a fucking parade? I'm like, Oh, uh, 
uh, what do you want me to no, do? That's what she said. Well, you want a parade? I'm like, uh, no, sorry. That's a true story. Kevin was rolling. She's like, that's how I feel. I'm like, what? what? And he always gets happy. She gives me grief. He's like, she says what everybody wants to say, but they're scared. Yeah, you asked for it though. You asked for but, that. But that's what that's you want. That's what I need. You need that in your life. You need to be held accountable sometimes. That's what keeps me from crossing the line to being arrogant. I do love myself. I'm humble in certain situations and things. I should probably be humble sometimes more, but she keeps me from crossing the arrogance line because she holds me accountable. And we all need that in our life. You alone can beat it. No one else. It's no one else's responsibility to beat procrastination. And you got to start right now. Now, Elmondo and I are going to start probably in a week or two with hard 75. We're going to keep everybody updated. We're planning, not procrastinating. So don't judge. But the reality to me is I got to make sure I schedule the workouts. We had a snow day and I got to figure out what the wife's doing with the kids to make sure I get them to school and what we've got going on at work. But other than that, after I get that figured out in the next couple of days for the next two and a half months, we're going to have to do it. We'll just have to tell everybody we did 75 hard. It's on. It's on. I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to start early. Hey, and we're going to surprise everybody. Everybody's going to be like, oh, what'd you guys do? You know, we'll be like, we're, we're gangsters. We do what we want to do. Y'all do your shit. We'll do our shit. You guys, you know, play tic-tac, paddywhack, whatever the hell it is they play <laughs> over there, you know, with Ben and John and that whole crew. They <laughs> are working group. out a lot. But I just love this. Like... Zach was like, yeah, Ben, you ain't this strong. I did 81. You did 40. Ben goes, well, there's a difference between being strong and, and being fit. fit. <laughs> what and fit, you know. And I'm like, well, hey, you know, you can run real fast. That and two bucks get you popcorn. You can head out. But That's it. Shit goes down, dog. You know, we're here. And it's you, a different story. It's a, isn't it a certain age when you get that grown man strength to? How does yeah. it? What, what age is that? i say about 33. Four. 34. So, okay. I'm a little bit shorter there. Okay. I'll you get it. You, you, it just starts to be like the, 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 uh, the fucks start to go away. Like, yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Like, <laughs> it just changes. A mindset changes around 34, 35. It's just like, I'm done. Like, whatever. Okay. Like, right. it's just different. I feel that. My opinion. I feel that. I'm ready to stick it to the man, bro. So you let me know when you're ready to rock, and we're going to outdo him, baby. We're going to oh, hold each other it. accountable every freaking day, baby. And we'll be like, John and Ben, who? <laughs> Y'all want to join our group? What's yeah. up? Come on Our over. group's the shit. Come on over. It's 75 hard. Y'all ain't got nothing on this, Ben. We are fit and strong, bitch. No. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait, baby. I can't wait. Man. It's going to be a great day, baby. It's hey, well, day. I appreciate on Martin Luther King Day, right? Great day. Great man. Great reason and mission for him and what he's been able to accomplish before his time and what it means. But us to spend this day here on this day to do this podcast for the listeners out there was pretty cool, man. I appreciate Absolutely, that. Absolutely, man. It's always a great time hanging with you, Jay. Any final words for the peeps? Just procrastination. We talked about it. We gave everybody on this call real life examples of what it's really like to procrastinate. And it sounds like, and we we're just having a common conversation, but it all revolved around procrastinating and how easy that can creep into your life. So take those action items that he just listed off and actually put them into play because that's how you're going to change and turn the page on this last chapter you had in your life to go on and do great things, baby. That's it. Now, today's show has been brought to you by Power Home Solar. We're always looking to add great people to our team to build that movement together. Go to powerhome.com forward slash careers. That's powerhome.com forward slash careers. Check us out. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart. You name it, we're there. Appreciate you guys. Bam!
And that concludes another episode here on True Underdog. If you're interested in hearing more, make sure you subscribe at iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the YouTube channel. You can always visit trueunderdog.com. Subscribe to all of them. Make sure you check out our newest episodes coming out on Mondays and Thursdays. True Underdog, baby. Bam! 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 True Underdog. Bam! 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 B